Bishop. We are still continuing in our series through the 27th Psalm. Today our focus will be verse 10. We are really dealing with today is he is the God of the hills and the valleys. I hope you know that today. Yes, God. That in spite of your circumstances, God is still God. <laughs> Even when you are in the valleys of your life, it does not change who he is. Do not interpret God by your condition. Hallelujah. God works all things together. He, he would take the bad things and work it for your favor. He, he's working it out. Our faith has to be on who we know he is. He is working us until we quit wanting all that's in his hands and we want his heart. David helps us with that today as we've been journeying with David as he journals his experience when King Saul is chasing him. David is dealing with us from degrees and, and you in the Psalms and the Proverbs, it would take you through degrees. It sounds like he's saying the same thing, but what he does is he takes you from one goal to the next goal to the deepest goal. And if you're not careful, it sounds like that they are repeating themselves, but really what they're doing is taking you to another level of low or to another level of high because they are walking you by degrees. Hallelujah. Let's read the text. Let's read the text. Let's read the text. Let's, let's read what it says. He says in this text, he says, Although my mother and my father has forsaken me, yet the Lord will take me up, adopt me as his child. Hallelujah. Father, even now as we come, Lord, pour out, pour out, pour out. Allow there to be a manifestation of your presence. Because your presence is able to meet us where we are and do whatever we need. So, Lord, right now, subdue us, Lord. Lord, surround us, Lord, with the manifestation of your presence. Even though that are in their homes or wherever they may be, Lord, let there be a manifestation of your presence, Lord, that they may just become aware that you are there. Lord, do what only you can do. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. My question of the text is, why, why does David go here? Has he felt these emotions? Because he has taken us to, to, to the deepest of 
hurts because there's no hurt like a mama hurt. There's no hurt like a daddy's hurt. I mean, I mean, when you are a child and you feel rejected by mama or daddy or maybe even both, it can affect you if you let it for the rest of your life. There's folks I have canceled, there's people I have canceled that, that mom and dad have been there for a long time and they're still grieving <laughs> over the rejection that if mama didn't love me, if daddy rejected me, why should I think I'm any good? And you see, what we don't understand is what other people think of you, especially home, affects what you think of yourself. Oh, come on now. See, see, I, I've counseled people that, that if I said the word father, they would respond back like, no, I'm talking about Godfather, but because their earthly father was no good, they don't see God as a father because they think, will he do to me what my father did to me? David is talking as though he is familiar with this hurt. Can, can, I, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I say this? Just because you are a child of God, it doesn't exempt you from hurt. Just because you are a child of God don't mean that your conditions will always be good. Many times, Satan is going to throw his best at you to stop you, to impede you, to make you never attain what God has called you to be. Because if you don't think you're nothing, then you can't receive what God has for you because you don't believe it. As a man, as a woman, think if in their heart so are they. You know, there's some things you got to shake off. There's some words, there's some, there's some stuff that has happened, even if mama and daddy said or did it. You got to shake this stuff off. Your, your reference point, your, your frame of how you see yourself need to come from what God says about you. And God says, you're mine. I adopted you. You're my child. I've chosen you. I elected you. You are my beloved. And that ought to be forefront in our thinking. I hear some, I hear some thoughts. I hear some thoughts. I hear somebody saying, well, if God loved me, well, why has he allowed me to go through what I'm going through? Well, if you've never been sick, you can't know him as your healer. If you've never been in a situation, you, then you can't know him as your deliverer. Yeah. See, 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 my situations taught me about God. When, when I had nothing but God to come rescue me, when he showed up and showed out, I said, Lord, I never knew you like this. In our valley experiences, Tarrant Wells have a song and it's called The God of the Hills and the Valleys. Hallelujah. Some words are going to come up. Let me, let me go through some of these words of this song. 
It says, I walk among the shadows. Lord, you wipe my tears away. I felt the pain of heartbreak. I've seen the brighter days. I have prayed prayers to heaven from my lowest place. And I have held the blessings. God, you give and take away. No matter what I have, your grace, let me say that again, your grace is enough. No matter where I am, I am standing in your love. Hallelujah. On the mountain, I will bow my life to the ones who set me, because you're the one who set me there. In the valley, I will lift my eyes to the one who sees me there. When I'm standing on the mountain, ain't done get there on my own. When I'm walking through the valley in, no, I am not alone. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm not alone. I'm not by myself. He's with me. He got me. He's for me. He will fight my battle. He will see me through. He will deliver me. He will make a way out of nowhere. He will step in right on time. My God is for me. He's my banner. He's my rock. He's my fortress. He's my everything. You have to be able to be able to know that in your valley situation. You cannot interpret God from your conditions. You got to know his character. <laughs> and sometimes your conditions will defy his character. But, but you got to always know that my God is up to something. It's, 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 with, it's in the valley is where he teaches us. In the valley is where he speaks to us. In the valley is where God shows up and show up because we see him at his best. In, in, in verse, verse 9 of Psalm 27, the word salvation means deliverance, safety, saving. We, he's not talking about the salvation that we're talking about. David is talking about, yes, a, 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 I know he got me, but he's also talking about salvation of in my circumstance, hmm. in my situation. I'm not depending on my own strength, my own wisdom, or my own knowledge. I know in whom I believe. I look to the hills and with cometh my help, because my help cometh from the Lord. My, my brother and sister, you got to maintain that type of attitude. Pandemic, no pandemic. Racism, no racism. Sickness, no sickness. Our test shows us where our faith is at. God knows where you are. He, he, he knows he know, he know how you're going to react before you react. So, so, so it's teaching God nothing, but it's showing us everything. You will be surprised how you act in the storm. You will surprise yourself 
will come up out of your heart. And God knew it was there all the time. <laughs> Psalms 22, 9 and 10, he says, Yet you, Lord, who took me out of the womb, you made me hope and trust when I was on my mother's breast. I was cast upon you, and you from the very birth, from, 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 from my mother's womb, you have been my God. You know what he's saying? That even when I didn't understand, you was there. Lord, I never would have made it here if it had not been for you. Lord, help me to remember, lest I forget it's been you all the time. David takes us to a place that I hope none, none of us will experience. He says, when my father and my mother have forsaken, not that they have died, they just turned their backs on you. It's, 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 that, it's that they're not acting fatherly. They're not acting motherly. I believe that David understands it because we see a little view of this in Samuel when David, when, 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 when the prophet comes to anoint Jesse's sons and here Jesse's sons walk by and they are impressive, they're a warrior, they're some bad, shut your mouth. And Jesse was proud of those sons. And then after God said, don't look on the outside, I don't look like a man. He said, I look on the heart. And then he said, after he said, God rejected all these, don't you have another son? Jesse forgot his own son. Have you ever been invisible in a room full of people? Have you ever been forgotten by family? You cannot allow other people to dictate who you are. You can't allow what people say and how they treat you to make you feel bad about yourself. My, my reference point for who I am is my relationship with Jesus Christ. And don't get me wrong. I think we all get affected by somebody, but you know where you need to go? You need to go to your reference point. You need to go down on your knees and say, Lord, you know me. Lord, search my heart. Lord, re re restore unto me my joy. Lord, give me back what you said about me. See, you ought to be believing God for your future so much that your circumstance at the present point won't, can't move you. Is there anybody where your foot is planted and you can't be moved? Is there anybody who's trusting God for what you don't have yet, but God has made you a promise and you know that God's gonna do it? That's David. That's David. He said, even at this core of hurt, I trust you more. You know what this is telling me? And this just hit me. When God has great purpose for you, your, your circumstance and your condition will be just the opposite of what he says. 
with the people closest to you. To make you feel like what God told you is not true. And if you allow the circumstance, the words of what people say, the delusion of Satan, the what, what, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Our enemy, the devil, is constantly working to put us down. Well, God is constantly working to pull you up. And if we trust God, can't nobody or nothing stop you from walking in your purpose and your destiny. Listen, the, the, the one thing that you got that guarantees that you're going to arrive at your purpose is your faith in God. Lord, I trust you. Lord, I, 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 I don't understand what's happening right now, but you promised me you told me, your word says, and I take you at your word. David said, said when this happened, God's going to make another move. Did you know God has always got another move? <laughs> regardless that you and I can't figure it out, regardless that that, that, that it looks like we're going down for the third time. Yeah. You know what the Bible says? Wait. Yeah. Be of good courage and wait. Yeah. And wait not on folks, not on people, but wait on the Lord. Yeah. Is there anybody in the house? Are you waiting on the Lord? Yeah. Have you made up your mind? I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to be right here. That, that I know that I'm in my valley experience. But God knows where I'm at. Matter of fact, he's with me in this valley experience. Lord, he never promised us we wouldn't go through. Matter of fact, he promised us we would. I tell people all the time, we're not home yet. Is that what you're talking about? This isn't heaven. We live in a world with fallen people that would do anything, say anything, act anyway. <laughs> We're living in a world with fallen things. Your car would act up. The, 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 the garage would break down. The roof would leak. The <laughs> okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the devil is always up to something, and he will turn the very thing, the very people you thought you could trust, they acting funny too. But my brother and sister, don't, don't be dismayed. Don't, don't be surprised. I'm not shocked by anything anymore. Because I know what's happening. I know that the devil knows that his time is short. So he done up the ante to try to stop us from moving forward. So guess what? When bad things happen, I said, he told us. The Lord told us that we're living in the last days. So, so, so what we ought to be doing is getting ready to get out of here. The rapture's coming soon. 
So the worse it's getting, the closer we're getting. So you don't get worse, you ought to be getting better. You ought to get, be getting sweeter. We got this, this thing that, that, that when you get older, that, that you get to act the way you want to. Who lied to you? We think that getting old is a ticket to act nasty. Really, is that the legacy we want? I think that the more you get older in Christ, the more grace you ought to be. You ought to be so full of love, so full of grace, so full of mercy that people run to you because they want to be around you because they get the grace and the presence of God from you. The church ought to act like the church. The worse the world gets, the better we ought to be. I don't know about you, I'm drawing closer. I'm getting closer because I recognize that time is wrapping up and I want God to be able to say, well done my good and faithful servant. I don't want God to catch us playing. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, after all we've been through in 2020 and still playing church. One thing that, that, that the valley does, it makes you for real. It begins to shift your priorities, and it's not all about you. I'm concerned that some of us don't get scared by nothing. That our hearts are so callous that in the valley, we still haven't changed. David is saying, Lord, before my mother and father is you. If the worst happens and they forsake me, I'm still covered. <laughs> Lord, if I find myself in that lowness of heart, you will take me up. The reference from the Hebrew is, you will adopt me as your child. Did you know if you are a Christian that you have been adopted? And, and, and let me explain what adoption means in our case. That means as 1 Peter 1 and 23 says, that God has placed in you his divine spiritual seed. He has placed in you his character. He don't expect us to walk like him in our own strength. He says, no, but if you depend on me, I will grow my seed in you and my love will show up in you and you start acting like me because I have placed in you my divine character. I have changed your spirit so you have to act in your flesh. He said, like, I'm not just calling you mine. I made you mine. Yeah. 
But when you accepted me, the Holy Spirit came in you and, and the old nature, the, the, the controlling aspect of it was cut off and I put a new nature in you. So even the old nature still tries to act up. You, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. He said, I did it so that you won't be alone. I did it that you know that now you got power. I did it so that you know now you got authority. I did it so that you know you don't have to do the old things you used to do. You can't say, I can't no more. Because in Christ Jesus, with my spirit in you, you can do everything I told you you can do. That's power. In knowing him. There's authority in walking with him. There's an anointing on you. Turn to your neighbor and say, there's an anointing. There's an anointing on you. Walk in your anointing. Walk in your purpose. Walk toward your destiny. I'm learning. That, that the more we get closer to him, the more you shake stuff off. Listen, things are always going to happen. People going to be people. Sometimes we is us. But you know what we got to do? You got to. Rise up in Christ and shake it off. Matter of fact, won't you just shake some stuff off right now? Because some of you are burdened down. Some of you, he said, Hebrews chapter, chapter, chapter 12 says that, 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 that we have this, this, this. He said that we have this race to run. He said, don't be burned. Don't let the weight impede you. Don't let the sun impede Which means, he said, I have given you the power to shed off the weight. I have given you the power. My question is, whose report are we believing? Oh, when the church stands up and be the church. If we ever begin to trust God at his word. If we begin to say, you know what? It's not about me. It's all about you. The power that we begin to walk in. The power we begin to manifest. My, 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 my God, God, God waiting on his children to act like his children. Oh, God, somebody hear that. Somebody didn't hear that. Somebody didn't hear that. When my son used to come with a smile, he said, Dad, their parents let them. I said, Brett, what's your last name? <laughs> I have nothing to do with the way they raise their child. But your last name is my last name. And in my house, we act like this. You know what God is saying? He said, you're my children. 
my representative. I called you. I anointed you. I adopted you. I put my desire, my, my divine seed in you. I expect you to rise up and act like my children. And even if things on earth go away, David said, he got me. I'm his. He got his name on me. God will never, if you trust him, allow his glory to be shameful on you. Uh, somebody hear that. Let me explain it another way. God has his name on us. Say that with me. He has his name on me. So if I trust him, his glory is at stake. So God has to glorify himself in me. Oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> you didn't hear that. Why? Not because of you, but because of him. Though we mess up and fall and get back up, he still has his name on you. So therefore, he won't even in spite of us, won't let us mess up his glory. Hallelujah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. He's pulling you into your destiny and your purpose. And even if you go astray, he got a core on you, pulling you to his planned expectation in you. Oh, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Hold on, let me prove this. It is in Jeremiah 29, it's 11. We know this verse. We are acquainted with this verse. I went back over this verse, and I went back over it in the Hebrew. And out of the Hebrew, this is, this is what it says. He said, for I know my intending purpose, plan, and imagination towards you. <laughs> Before you was born, I created you with this intent. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what he said? You know he said? He said, I already had it worked out for you. If you just trust me to work it out. He says, I know my, my, my thoughts are, watch this. I know what I have weaved. Like a garment being weaved. I know what I have weaved towards you. 
my thoughts, my intent. And I said, when it says peace, the, the Hebrew word is shalom. That's more than peace. He says, he says, increase. To prosper you. Welfare. Goodness. My fact, it really goes on and say, my presence. Oh, 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 oh. The word expected or hope. It says, uh, to give you a, a intended hope or, or expect. The Hebrew word is cord. You know what he's saying? I got a cord hooked up to you. I'm pulling you towards your expected destiny. Hold on. And even if you go to the side of it, the cord that I have on you will keep Pulling you back in place. I would tug at your spirit because you are connected to your heavenly call and your destiny. And no matter if you're looking that way, I'm still pulling at what I have placed in you. So therefore, your future has a heavenly connection and God is pulling us towards what he has for us. You can sit down if you want to, but if I was you, I would stand up. I would say, Lord, pull me. I trust you for what you created me for. Put your glory on me. Because your name is on me. So in spite of what I'm going through, I feel this heavenly pull that is pulling me to my purpose, to my destiny. Because God got it all worked out. You didn't know what it was. But he keeps pulling us out of. He keeps pulling us through. He keeps pulling us through situations. He keeps pulling us when we down. It pulls us up. He keeps pulling us right when we want to be wrong. There's a heavenly pull that is pulling his children towards the call, the hope, intent, and glory that he has for you. Wait on it. Trust him. Be obedient as much as you can. And when you are, let him pull you back on track. We want it now. 
but God knows when. Most of the time, the hold up is us. Because <laughs> until he creates a spiritual integrity where we are sensitive to the pull of God, to the promptings of God, he can't trust us at the purpose at his highest level. Thank God that he's pulling you. Thank God that in the valley he's pulling you. Thank God he hasn't given up on you. But he has a purpose and intent with your name on it. To those that may be watching, the Lord Jesus Christ died for our sins so that we won't fall into the same judgment that the devil and the fallen angels were. He loved us that much. The devil set Adam and Eve up and the devil said, if you're going to judge me, you got to judge those you love. God loved us so much that he sent his only begotten son and sent his holy judgment on him. So he don't have to judge you if you're in Christ. That's why Christ says he is, he is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. He's the only way because he paid the price for our judgment. Give God some praise for that. You simply say, Lord, come in my life. Forgive me of my sins. And I give myself away to you. And God will attach his divine core in your spirit. And he will start pulling on you. I'm so glad he pulls me. Oh, Never would have made it if it had not been for the Lord. Thank you for joining us. Join us next week. We're praying for you. Pray for us. Tell somebody that this message is for them. Let us pray. If there's anybody in the house that need prayer, salvation, join the church, one of these ministers can minister to you. Hallelujah. Father, even now, Lord, we love you. Lord, you thought of everything. You dotted every I. You crossed every T. Lord, you are for us and not against us. And you're working it out for your glory, for your namesake. Because you got our name, your name on us. Lord, help us. Lord, teach us. Help us to see what you are up to. And help us to trust you. Because you are worthy of our trust. Lord, help us with our belief. And help us to stand up and be your children. 
Touch, Lord. Heal, Lord. Strengthen, Lord. Deliver, Lord. Lord, you know. You know what we need. So meet us where we are and take us where you will have us to be. We bless your name. We thank you. We worship you because you are God all by yourself. Even now, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Give God some praise in the house.